welcome to Millennial Pagan Podcast, and we're your hosts, Autumn Wolf and Jara Stone. And as you can hear, uh, we are actually not inside of our studio right now. No, we are at Phoenix Pagan Pride. Woo! That's right. Today is the day. Of course, uh, if you're listening to this, it, it's after that time. But that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, but yeah, we've been uh, we've already had a bunch of people come up to the booth. Yeah, so thank you to our current listeners who've said hi. Welcome to the new people who met us here today, and we're just gonna have an awesome time. Hopefully, coming up, we're gonna have a bunch of different interviews with the different groups here today, and maybe some listeners will say hey. Yeah, and uh, th- there's actually a lot to see here. Like, I was actually surprised. This is a lot bigger than I thought it was gonna be. Oh yeah, the whole space is. Cute. Like last year we had half of the amount of park that we do now and we have a clear view of the ASU Quidditch team playing. We're right behind three of the hoops so we're having a blast. Oh yeah. There's so many dogs. So many puppas. Yes, and we got to see the uh, Family Circus already play and Mm -hmm. oh, another puppa. Yep, another puppa. Distracted. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, there's there's a whole lot of things going on. They have uh, f- uh, free tarot readings. Uh, or, yeah, tarot readings all the way on the other side of the park. Which is the south side. We are on the far north side. Yeah. Which is fantastic. We are in the grounded earth section. I feel a lot more grounded than I would be if, say, we were in the east. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, this is, the, you know, this is actually my first time ever to this park. So you've never been to Steel Indian School? Never been to Steel Indian School. I was coming here once for, uh, 4th of July. Oh, okay, yeah. And, uh, we literally parked just as the fireworks were finishing because they posted the times wrong. Oh! So we never actually made it onto the grounds, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll see what it what it looks like. And Yeah, it's a very nice park. I'm yeah. here once a year. <laughs> I, I like it. I, I, would, I would do more events out here. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. So, well, we're going to sign off for now, and you'll hear us on when we're interviewing. Yep, so uh, on to the interviews. Woo! Millennial Pagan Podcast at Pagan Pride. Today we have, well right now I should say, because today we're going to have a bunch of people. But right now we have Gwen with Tucson Area Wiccans and Pagans Network. And hello Gwen! Hello! So tell us, what is the Tucson Area Wiccans Wiccan and Pagan, Pagan Network? Network? Oh, I got it. Twan for short. Twan. 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 Oh, like Dawn. We're, we're going to have to fix that on our last episode. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually, we uh, went down, uh, to, to the fall, the fall fest, fest in yeah. September, yes. Yes, we yeah. did. So, what, what that is, is one of our annual fall fests. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gathering much like this. We have vendors. We can, you know, get together. We have a ritual at the end of the fall fest. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Um, and one of the things that Tawn does besides the fall festivals is we observe the Sabbaths. Okay. Quarters cross quarters. Mm-hmm. And it's not always Wiccan. We also have like druids will come, sometimes mm-hmm. the heathens will come and present. So what you can, what a newbie or someone who's not a newbie who just wants a little A solitary popping out. A po- solitary popping out, yeah. a little camaraderie. Mm-hmm. If uh, people go to our website mm-hmm. at www.tawn.org, 
they will be able to pull up and see when our next event is. Uh, pagan friendly businesses are listed there for, for the Tucson area, of course. Right. And groups that are there as well. Uh, they can come out to La Madera Park. And we have what we call our cauldron luck there on the second Sunday of each month, except for Mother's Day. Oh, we have right. to move it for that all one, right. of course. No, right. That makes sense. But um, uh, let's see, what was I saying? Oh, yes. So we have the our cauldron lux, second Sunday of the month. And it's also the location where we do community service. We clean up the Ramada at that park. Nice. That sounds fantastic. So you're pretty much a great resource for anyone who's pagan, Wiccan, or semi-identifying for the Tucson area is what I'm hearing. Absolutely. And um, we can give them information from other groups. Like if they want to hook up, say they were, they're Druid and they're mm -hmm. like, I can't find them. We can help them find. So locate. if you're moving to the Tucson area, new to the Tucson area, or just lived there and never knew, where do they hit you up one more time? www org. Fantastic. Thank you, Gwen, so much for your time. Oh, we had a blast, so and I hope you're having fun here oh, at I the am. next Pagan Pride. Blessed be. Blessed be. Blessed be. Millennial Pagan Podcast is back at Pagan Pride. We have another fantastic interview ready for you guys. Hello. Jamie Paul Lamb with Ordo Templi Orientis. All right. And what is that organization, sir? Ordo Templi Orientis is a Thelemic order. It's sort of a, sort of a, like, quasi-Masonic order. In, in fact, initially... About 130 years ago, it started as a Masonic order, and then in 1904, a member of that order, mm -hmm. uh, Alistair Crowley. Oh, we um, all know that name. Yep. Mm -hmm. He received the law of Thelema in Cairo in 1904, and then he became the outer head of the OTO. Okay. Uh, in um, maybe 1910, I think mm -hmm. it was, at which point... O Ordo Templi Orientis adopted Thelemic law and became n irregular, as okay. they would say in Masonic terminology, meaning uh -huh. they were no longer affiliated with Freemasonry mm -hmm. and adopted their own um, initiatory sort of rights right. and um, and changed some things around. So there was now nowadays there is really not a huge semblance or vestige of. Uh, proper masonic ritualism in ordo templi orientis and to go a little further uh the the basis of the order is uh sort of on um hermetic kabbalah mm -hmm. as structurally you okay know? so um and it's you know a uh uh uh, sort of a gradiated initiatory system. Oh, okay. So is there a um, organization that people can join here in the Phoenix Valley if they were interested or an online resource they can go to? There sure is. For about the last 13 years, uh, 13 years running now, um, Lapis Lazuli Oasis has been fully functional in Phoenix, Arizona, having regular Gnostic masses, okay. which is our mm -hmm. our central public ritual that we hold. It's um, again a Kabbalistic sort of alchemical allegory in ritualistic form. It's open to the public. 
All right. Sorry about that. And no so that Lapless Louise, can, is that a website that people can go to as well and find stuff out? Lapis Lazuli Oasis okay. is the local body. Mm-hmm. And if you just su- search that in Google, OTO Lapis Lazuli, I forget exactly what the website right. is. Right. No, no problem. Any, but uh, it might be on my back of the shirt. Uh, oh, you're correct. Yes, sir. It and is. we'll get that All online. Right. So, uh, yeah, Lapis Lazuli Oasis, you could search that in Phoenix, Arizona. We have lots of events that come up. If you're into magic, ceremonial magic, Mm -hmm. or you're into you know hermetic kabbalah or you're into you know have a general interest in the occult you're you you know you should find something of value in our order at least and there's no you know you don't have to join like i said the gnostic mass is a monthly recurring uh public ritual anybody can go you can bring your grandma Right, mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your information. I didn't know about that. I'm going to yeah. have to check it out. So thank you, sir, and you have a great day here at Phoenix Pagan Pride. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. And Millennial Pagan Podcast is uh, Phoenix Pagan Pride. Today we are here with Nancy from Sacred Spiral Church. Yes, welcome. Hello, Nancy. Hi there. <laughs> so what is Sacred Spiral Church? Uh, Sacred Spiral Pagan Church mm-hmm. is, uh, we started out as a coven, and about 2007 we decided that it, we had gotten too big to be a coven. Right. And we decided we really wanted to go more public, we wanted to go more mainstream, mm-hmm. And we wanted to show the community as a whole that pagans are not something to be feared. Right. Mm -hmm. So we formed a 501c3 federally recognized church. Mm -hmm. And we have been holding public rituals since then. Every full moon, every Sabbath, we do full full public rituals in a park in Mesa. Mm Mm-hmm. And we also have uh, a meetup group that meets once a month at a restaurant, local right. restaurant, uh, the Denny's on Stapley in Maine, mm-hmm. on the second Wednesday of every month. We're there 7 to 9 p.m. Okay. And I run the year and a day classes on Fridays. Oh, wow. So there's year and a day classes. Are there yes. other education classes or uh, We do have, it depends on if somebody feels up to it up to leading one or led to lead one Mm -hmm. Um, we had a girl who or a woman who did a whole series of different they were kind of along the lines of the golden dawn stuff Uh Uh, she did like the lesser banishing ritual Mm -hmm. and she did a little bit more advanced classes Um, my classes run every friday except when we're doing a full moon ritual and the second friday of every month that's my husband and mine's date night Fantastic. So we <laughs> no. take the time yeah. for us. Do Good. that. Good. But, Gotta do uh, it. Yeah, we know. And we, you know, we try to keep everything balanced. So, but, so she would do those classes on those nights. Right. So that way it didn't interfere. Okay. Um, we've done, we're an eclectic church, totally mm-hmm. non-dogmatic. Mm-hmm. We, literally any path, all paths that lead to the divine are the right path. Right. Whatever, whatever you follow. Uh, we've had guest people do rituals right. for us. We've had a um, 
Yeah, I think it was a Golden Dawn one. Mm -hmm. We've had Druid rituals. We had one woman who came in and did an Egyptian ritual to Bast. It was amazing. Um, We've done, you know, all different kinds. Sounds fantastic. So where can we find, or where could an interesting person, interested person find Sacred Spiral Pagan Church? Well, we, right now we're a church without walls. Right. We hold most of our rituals at Falconfield Park in Mesa. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can Google us. Uh, Sacred Spiral Pagan Church of Arizona. We come up at the top of the list. And you can uh, Facebook. We're on Facebook and we have our calendar on Facebook. Fantastic. So everybody can like log in and see when it is and get directions and all of that stuff. And let us know they're coming. This way we make sure we have enough supplies. Right. No, that sounds great. So thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Millennial Pagan Podcast is still at Pagan Pride, but guess what? We have more guests, and right now, we are with Mark, the shiny druid, with the Grove of the Rising Phoenix. Hold on. Tone tone it down. You're too shiny. You're too shiny. Okay, thank you. There we go. I couldn't see. There we go. Glasses. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, he brought us sunglasses. Ever the the Boy Scout? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is the Grove of the Rising Phoenix, Mark? We are a collection of druids here in the valley. Uh, we are going on over 10 years now as a grove. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are affiliates from the Irish Cultural Center, which means we get to have all of our rituals in a 7th century style castle in the middle of Phoenix, Arizona. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely cool. Yeah, we actually uh, went to uh, Maybon. Was it I, Maybon? No, it was Lugnasta. No. Oh, they Lugnasta, didn't yeah. have Maybon. That's nope. right. It was it was Lugnasta. Yeah, yes. we were there for yep. Lugnasta. So we do uh, we do all of the the celebrations for the year, and there are nine of them, but five of those are private. Only four are open to the public. Um, we do a summer solstice, which is a huge toga party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What we do is the Grove of the Rising Phoenix believes in hearth culture. So every one of us has a culture that speaks to us. Mm-hmm. My particular case, it's Celt-Iberia, 150 BC. Mm-hmm. We have others that are more into Wales, 7th century AD. We've got a few that are Norse, specifically Denmark and Scandinavia, more 10th to 11, 8th, 7th, 11th century. Mm-hmm. And the rest are focusing more on Welsh and Celtic probably 3rd, 4th, 5th century A.D. So every one of these rituals is styled on that particular hearth culture. So those weapons, yeah, we carry sharp pointy <laughs> things. Um, those kinds of ritual garb, and yes, unlike some people, we do wear clothing. I know, the Celts, mm-hmm. paint yourself blue, run around naked. Not so much. Yeah. Um, and a toga is a toga, <laughs> which is a toga. Yeah. Um, so we also interact with the Irish Cultural Center itself. There mm-hmm. is a Yule celebration, which is a Roman, an Irish Roman Catholic celebration on the 21st of December. But they invite us in as their druids to do a pagan ritual in the middle of their entire festivity. <laughs> and we've been doing that for nine years now. Wow. That's amazing. So that's kind of cool, seeing pagans and non-pagans working together as one. Sounds like Bridget would smile upon that. Yes, Yes. exactly. And that's actually the patron saint of our grove. Oh, fantastic. Or goddess. Yes. Or in my term, God, because I don't use goddess. I use God for both. Mm -hmm. Very equally. I like that. Equaling. Equal. 
Yes, I like that word. <laughs> anyway, so uh, where can people find the Grove online or anywhere that they want to be interested and in come out to those public rituals? The public rituals are um, they're at the Irish Cultural Center, mm -hmm. and you can actually uh, go to the, the Irish Cultural website, which I don't have handy. Um, but if you if you type in Irish Cultural Center, it'll bring you to the one here in Arizona. There is a web page, and most of our rituals are posted there. Mm -hmm. We try to work with something called ghosty. Mm -hmm. In the in the old terminology, ghosty is that root word between a guest and a host. Mm -hmm. So anybody that comes out, we really would prefer if we kind of know you. Right. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. that sounds wrong. Um, so we, we have a lot of meetups that we do mm -hmm. as a chance to get out there. I run a meetup on the first Sunday of every month called the Northern Meetup at Old Chicago, which is on Bell and 59th, 57th Avenue. Mm -hmm. um, it's a chance to meet us, see if you're in the same bag of crazy that we're in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and because we have kids, we have families, we really want this to be an open, joyous event. Mm -hmm. People are invited to just walk in if they want to, and one of us will typically sponsor you when that happens. But we're not looking to grow fast. We'd right. rather grow strong. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we try to do the, the meetups if we can. Uh, we are trying to do a hops and barley. It's a rotating beer tap meetup Ooh. that we do once a month as well. That's starting next month. Um, and I run my Facebook page very open. Mm -hmm. So I am wolf560 at yahoo.com on Facebook. I am the, um, I'm the member at large for the Grove. So it's easier if you come bug me. I'll send you the open invites. And I'll try to meet you for a cup of coffee, glass of beer, both if we're going to talk for a while. <laughs> Wonderful. I like that. I yes. go from there. Sounds great. And you were just talking about another part of the grove that um, is attached to it, the, the Bale Fire, was that? Or did yes. I completely misspeaking? Nope, you did All not. All right. Woo. Phoenix Fire Gatherings is a 501c3 that I founded about five years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to run a Bale Fire and a Hearth Fire event. The Bale Fire was in May of every year. The mm -hmm. Hearth Fire was in January of every year. The promise was that I would put on a pagan convention. Okay. Which mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. Last July, I did a pagan convention at the um, uh, Chandler Hilton, Chandler mm -hmm. Phoenix Hilton. We had a Night of the Living Dead. Ooh. So we had actors, we had food, we had drinks, we had speakers from all over the U.S. They flew in from as far away as New York. The event cost about $5,500. It took us four years to raise that much money. Kind of blew our wad. Mm -hmm. So we're now in the process of starting small again, mm -hmm. seeing what people want to do. But we have done uh, Night of the Dragon, where the entire night was nothing but dragons, people in garb. Mm -hmm. We've done uh, a Day of the Celt. We've done the Invasion of the Vikings. <laughs> um, we have done a Day in Hellenic Greece. Mm -hmm. So again, we try to focus on some of the cultural aspects. And rather than have everybody lumped into one gigantic pool, we actually focus on the differences so everybody can see, yeah, the Greek goddess is a little different from a Greek perspective than it would be from a Wiccan perspective. Because it is. That's yeah. true. Yes. Well, that sounds all amazing. I will see you tomorrow night for Sao Wen. And thank you so much for your time. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to say about either portion of uh, the Grove? Well, the Grove is, again, we are a group of historically based druids. And I know that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but we are avid historians. We actually have uh, basically a book club. We mm -hmm. do book readings together. And it's the idea that we want to understand as much about our ancestors as possible. Um, 
So yes, we do run around with short pointy things. We've got books galore. We love to quote all kinds of history. <laughs> and if that's your bag of crazy, we could be the druid you're looking for. Ooh. I like that. I like that's that. Good. Well, thank you, sir, for your you're time. Welcome. And I hope you have a great time here at Phoenix Pagan Pride. Millennial Pagan Podcast is at Pagan Pride Phoenix. Woo! And right now we are with Beth of the Chaotic Kindred Hearth. Hi, Beth. Hi. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today? It's a little warm, but it's good. Alrighty. So it's, it's the middle. Of, it's the beginning of November, and it's still yeah. this warm. Yeah. Well, it's only in the 80s, so that's pretty decent for yeah. us desert that dwellers. Is, Welcome to true. Phoenix. Yes. <laughs> so, Beth, what is the Chaotic Kindred Heart? Okay, we are an eclectic group. We. On the surface, have a kindred, which most people will hear and they think, oh, they are heathen. But while there is some heathenry in our group, mm-hmm. that is not what defines us. Okay. We have five official core members mm-hmm. that the group is based around, and each one of us is on a different path, and only three of us are actually on a heathen path. Ah. So we are a rare entity in that respect that we identify as a heathen kindred, but we do not all follow a heathen path. Okay. Fantastic. I heard something about you being the shield maiden. What does that yes. entail? Yes, I am one of the ones that do follow a heathen path. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the group's shield maiden, mm-hmm. and that means that my patron deity is Freya. Okay. And I also have a little bit of draconic bent to it as well, but for this purposes, or this purpose, it will be, you know, it's Freya. She's my goddess, and... Mm-hmm. That means that I am often the public face and, in this case, voice of the group. I um, often introduce us in a public setting. Mm -hmm. And if anybody were to need any information about us, I'm usually the one that they'll come to. That's the more modern version of my job. If we were back in ancient Europe with Mm. all of that, then I would literally be a warrior for the tribe. Mm -hmm. I would be the the one, the go-between or a mediary of sorts, Um, much like, for instance, the Speaker of the House or uh, the lady that, uh, like Huckabee, that's what she Mm. does. She would be a modern-day Shield maiden. Shield maiden of sorts. She is the one that cries out what's going on. She's the one that goes and talks to the chiefs, and she's the go-between. Right. Um, but they also fight, too. Right, of mm-hmm. course. So um, where do you guys normally meet, and how often? We meet once a month, mm-hmm. and we actually meet at our Githia, her house. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a private residence that we, right, belo- that we go to. Um we usually, depending on the time of year, we'll have a fire. Mm-hmm. If it's too hot during the summer, we'll just simply sit around the back table. And if there's business to attend to for planning purposes or anything like that, we'll talk that. And then mm-hmm. usually the rest of the night is just dinner and a bunch of friends sitting around a table having fun. Um, That's what it should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. We, we do consider ourselves a family with each other and we do treat us each other as such. 
Um, but yeah, no, we don't meet in public. We have tried a couple of times and it just for whatever reason hasn't worked. Mm -hmm. um, but we do hold symbol or bloat once a month mm -hmm. for that reason. So. And are you looking to expand or have new members? We are always willing to accept new members. Mm -hmm. We do have a vetting process. Of course, like you should. Yes. When you're that close exactly. in being a heart. Exactly, yeah. And with, you know, the, there has to be the right energy and the mm -hmm. right person and stuff like that. So absolutely, we are always willing to help people either if they don't belong with us, then we are more than willing to help them find their right path. And that is, I know you're probably going to get to that here in a second. And that's kind of what we specialize in is helping people find their path in Actually, this yeah. world. That sounds beautiful. Mm -hmm. So where can we find you if people want to reach out to you, want your assistance, or want to be yes. part of you on the internet? We have a public Facebook page. Ooh. It is under the Chaotic Hearth Kindred. And if you, I don't know the actual like Facebook URL for mm -hmm. it. But, but if you look up. But if you look up either Kindred of the Chaotic Hearth or the Chaotic Hearth Kindred, um, our, our banner on the Facebook page is black with red letters and there's a bunch of symbols and animals. And uh, if you aren't sure if you have the right page, then you can always send us a message. We're all admins on it and say, hey, I heard you on the podcast at Pagan Pride. Are you that group? And we'll go back. Yes, we are. Yay. You found us, so you found the right mm -hmm. spot. So you're talking about that you have you're chaotic. What is chaotic to you guys? Because that is uh, that could be a very <laughs> it is term. it is, and there's definitely two different paths of thought. There's mm -hmm. chaos magic, mm -hmm. and then there's just straight up chaos. Right. And what we do, or what we the path that we collectively follow, is chaos as a universal entity chaos okay. as in the unknown the unexpected the i meant to do this but this ended up happening instead mm -hmm. or just the general chaos of day-to-day -day life we do not try and make sense of it we do not try and put it into order but we <laughs> what we usually will tell people is that we are the ones that stand in the dark so there's that others may stand in the light and mm -hmm. we often deal with the dark and the nasty mm -hmm. so that others don't have to and that's also the chaos side of it as well is that not everything that is dark is necessarily evil mm -hmm. or bad it has to be mm -hmm. you cannot have light without the shadows it's actually kind of funny you mentioned that i was actually talking to somebody who came up to the booth not too long ago uh, that we were actually talking about mm -hmm. because he, he deals with the more satanic path and he's like, I don't really see it too well represented out here, represented out here. Yeah. And we just kind of got into the conversation like, yeah, you can't really have the light without the dark. No, no. And nope. we don't yeah. really follow that necessarily. Right, right. We actually do have a couple of friends that are Satanists. Mm -hmm. They are amazing people and oh, they yeah. will literally give you the shirt off their back. Definitely. Um, but that's, we, we each have our own patron god or goddess and some of us have more than one um <laughs> but it none of them are really that per se mm -hmm. um what i'm talking about is our chieftain 
uh, is also a Lokian. He's also Draconic too, but he's also a Guardian. Mm-hmm. And so in public writ or in a public circle, often he will stand outside of the circle and not participate in the circle itself. But he will keep an eye on everything that's trying to get into the circle. And if it's not wanted or if it hasn't been invited in or anything along those lines, he is what stands between the circle and whatever's trying to get in. That's mm-hmm. not supposed to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is what we often mean by we say we stand in the dark so that others may stand in the light. Mm-hmm. It's a little tricky to try and explain sometimes. Oh, yeah. They I know. Look I think at us and well. go, you do what? I think <laughs> really not that bad. Yeah. Um, I think you made it very clear. <laughs> our listeners know exactly what you're saying. Thank um, you. I, I think that's mm-hmm. very... Yep. obvious part of right. what you guys are trying to do for the right. community so thank you so much i think we You're got welcome. um if you have any questions again head up that facebook right. page say it one more time it is the kindred of the chaotic hearth or easier way to say it is the chaos there the excuse me the chaotic hearth kindred mm. we you can say it both ways we don't really mm. care so All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and have fun here at Phoenix Bacon Pride. You too. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So... Uh, we got uh, we got a few interviews in. I think we got some really great material. I think yeah. people know what's out here at Phoenix Pagan Pride as far as groups, kindreds, hearths, heathens, churches, and such and such. Yeah, I mean, we we saw even even I mean there was a couple more out here that uh, that I, I actually talked to uh, one of the guys that did the uh, the Osetru, mm-hmm. uh ceremony uh, the ritual. Uh, and for the midday ritual. Right. And we're hoping to get them yeah. in for a full episode coming up. Uh, our dear friends Naama and Renee were here in their respective booths. We had a lot of previous guests and future guests come up and say hi. We yeah. made some great friends. So thank you. If you stopped by, I hope you enjoyed your gifts. Yeah. And I think we had fun. Did you have fun? I, I had fun. I actually, I, 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 I won something. I know. Okay, so let's actually take a few minutes to talk about that. So they have the Bardic com- uh, competition, Jira, and uh, you got to watch a little bit more of it than I didn't obviously participate. Tell our listeners about it. So pretty much it was just a couple people coming up and either singing uh, singing a song or reciting a poem mm-hmm. or just, just, you know, just talking or whatever Being talent bards. they have. Bards. Being, Being bards. bards. And uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I, I do love to sing and... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, actually went up and sang one of, one of my favorite Halloween slash Samhain slash witchy songs. Mm -hmm. And Uh, what was that? And that was, uh, Come Little Children from, from the movie Hocus Pocus. Creepy, creepy. Creepy, creepy. And, uh, as I was singing it, uh, cause I actually have, uh, the, the full four verse, Mm -hmm. four verses, uh, as I was singing it, there was actually a child that kind of walked up and was singing along as well i heard multiple other people singing along with you as well and i think that really uh might have weighed (laughs) your chances at that win a a, a little bit but you know it's it's a pretty popular song and Mm -hmm. uh i i I wasn't going in expecting to win i was just going in just sharing my gift 
Right. So what'd you win? Uh, so they had this little uh, little goblet, little cup. I wouldn't call it a little goblet. Yeah, it's, it's normal sized goblet. It is. It is a normal sized goblet, and actually uh, has Odin on it. Yes, and a yeah. couple of different um, northern symbols yes. and some weaving. It's very um, gorgeous. Actually. It is. It is. I am definitely going to uh, going to be using this. What is amusing because the people who were putting on the bardic competition when we first got here didn't have tables, so they utilized our table to to visualize it yeah. or put it out there so people knew and we kept telling people as they walked up oh hey this is going to be the the win <laughs> yeah th- th- this this is what you win if you win the uh, the bardic competition mm-hmm. and well i guess i guess it found its home yeah <laughs> where it's been all day <laughs> where it's been all day <laughs> So, but yeah, yeah, but that was that was pretty fun. Good good little warm up because I'm also going to be singing that uh, at our ritual tonight. at the Arizona reclaiming, reclaiming. ritual. Yes, yeah. that um, sadly I just don't have it, the guspa. I know the guspa <laughs> in me to go, and so. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take like a short nap on the car ride over there. You're gonna make poor sunshine drive. Well, yeah. Oh goodness! <laughs> Give that woman some coffee. Uh, I, I I did this morning, and we're probably we're probably gonna stop at a Dutch Bros on the way over. Good. All right. Yeah. Yes. So um, they also had a hot dog vendor here. Oh, oh my goodness, yum. Oh, hot, okay. So so I got the uh, the Sonoran dog. I got the traditional brat with mm-hmm. kraut because you know uh, yeah. yeah. I, I am uh, genetically somewhat kraut, so had to have some kraut. Yeah. And um, they they also had a, a a vegan dog option as well. And and a vegan bread. Vegan bread. They mm-hmm. had they had pretzel bread. Mm-hmm. So that was very delicious. And it was. Uh, they they got a lot of business today. I yes, they did. That. Well, they were supposed to have a little bit of competition. Competition bowed out. So I guess good on them. Yep. They got all of it and all the luck. There was a lot of really great vendors yeah, that you'll see that. on that Facebook video yeah. that we have. Um, and yeah. so I th- yeah. I think we had a great day. Yeah, we definitely Ooh. did. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's pretty good. We had some great music right next to us, and of course, throughout the, this episode, you probably heard a little bit in the background. Yeah, and we, at one point when we were recording, there was a belly dancer with a snake, and I was incredibly distracted. Yes, yes, incredibly yes, we distracted. Anyway, so um, thank you from all of us here at Millennial Pagan Podcast for listening to us and any Patreon supporters. Thank you for being awesome. Yeah, Your Christmas gifts are coming, or Yule gifts, or Winter Solstice gifts, or whatever you want to consider them. Yep, your winter gift. And and of course, if you guys have any questions as to who we talked to today, what we saw out here, or anything that's going to be in the video that we're going to be posting, uh, feel free to message us. There will be information in uh, in all the descriptions as well. But if you want a little bit more of a direct connection, just let us know because mm-hmm. that's uh, that's what Millennial Pagan Podcast is. It's a conversation, and we love the feedback that we've been getting from you guys. Yeah, and just a heads up with the groups that uh, we invited every group that had a booth here, and some that didn't. To talk to us and to add their statements and that way that everybody knew what was here in Arizona or what's available to them. So if you don't exactly agree with a with a certain group, there's a certain political or historical thing that went on, do realize we're not um, highlighting one over the other. We gave this option to everyone. So, well, thank you again. We really appreciate it. And from all of us here at Millennial Pagan Podcast, Merry Meet. Merry Part. And and Merry Meet meet again. again.